Hello and welcome to Talking Indonesia podcast. I'm your host for this episode, Charles Tiadi, visiting fellow from ICS Yusavishak Institute in Singapore. Today, we will be talking about efforts to preserve Indonesian art history through the building of archives. Those who are interested in Indonesia usually know a little bit about the works of major Indonesian maestros such as Raden Saleh, but often not much more. Considering that Indonesian art has a very rich history that reflects different time periods, influences, and socio-political circumstances, more effort should be put into building an archive of Indonesian art history and making it both accessible and appealing to the general public. To understand the importance and challenges of building Indonesian art archives, today we are joined by Farah Wardani. Farah is currently Assistant Director in Charge of Archives at the National Gallery of Singapore. Prior to joining NGS in 2015, Farah was the executive director of the Indonesian Visual Art Archive, or IFA, in Yogyakarta, the first institution dedicated to archiving contemporary Indonesian art. During her time at IFA, Farah was also instrumental in creating the first digital art archive of Indonesian art. Thank you, Farah Wandani, for joining me for this episode. Uh, my pleasure. Um, First of all, before we begin um, to talk about more specifics, um, many of our listeners may not be so familiar not only with Indonesian art history and works that have been done um, in, in that field, but more specifically about Indonesian art archiving. Can I ask you to go back a little bit and um, tell our listeners what the state of the field was like when you first began your work um, and, and you know what sort of motivated you um, to begin um, archiving Indonesian contemporary art? Uh, I think I can start, uh, I think it already started uh, during my uh, MA study when I was in London. Uh, like I experienced how hard it was uh, as a researcher to find Indonesian art references or any kind of resource that can help uh, studies on Indonesian art history. It was like, I think that's already like 18 years ago. And then then it became like a, like a, like a perpetual uh, challenge to... Uh, when I start working as a curator and also then when I, uh, even as a writer or as an art organizer then to find uh, a centralized uh, resource for Indonesian art. Right, so it began from, an, from a need then, and yes. you know, that you felt yourself yeah. as, a, as a researcher. Okay, yes. so at that time, were there anything in terms of, you know, institutes uh, that you can go um, or, you know, centralized database associated with, the, with any governmental bodies in Jakarta or in Jogja that um, compile Indonesian art archives? Uh, I think that uh, the closest thing that we could get was the Chamati Art Foundation uh, archives, the documentation uh, of like Indonesian contemporary art, contemporary and modern art, in mostly from like the like late 1970s to 1990s. Uh, it uh, it was in Jogja, and actually like uh, that that was that was basically the place that I would go to to find uh, references on Indonesian art and. Uh, by 2006, I was uh, I was proposed to join them and to rebuild the foundation, and then how that's how we turned them or transformed them into Indonesian Visual Art Archive based on the uh, the archive collection of Chamati Art Foundation. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, and you're you're known mostly now. You work at the National Gallery of Singapore, but before this, you um, were the executive director of the Indonesian Visual Art Archives. But in starting Eva and in starting, you know, this overwhelming task of compiling 
the archive, a non-existent archive of Indonesian art. Um, what were some of the challenges that you and your team faced at that time? I think it's always about like trying to find a point of entry or to find something to start with. Uh, we already got like the Chemati Art Foundation archives, which covered mostly uh, Indonesian art, uh, Indonesian art, the Indonesian art practice, uh, mostly active from uh, like late seventies to mid nineteen nineties, and um, we tried, and then then we continue from there, like trying to fill in the gaps or adhering to the. Uh, to to the historiography that we uh, that we we somehow use as a base, which in a way that like based on this uh, based on this some sort of like ideology that that somehow we believe that art that art practice that good art practice always relates to the the social development or the social political changes of the of the society itself. Right, that's interesting. Okay, yeah. so that means in selecting which works of art um, are um, compiled and, 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 and collected and, in, mm. and included in your archive and which artists, because um, there are so many, right, across the archipelago, which areas to concentrate in. How, you know, you mentioned before that you um, wanted to stick to particular um, time periods, you know, p pivotal time periods in Indonesian history. Uh, so did you, did, how did you go about setting the parameters of that? Did you, how far did you go back? And can you tell us more um, about the, the selection process here? Well, I think it's already quite established that the, like, it's already been quite agreed that modern art in Indonesia started, let's say, from mid-19th century. Uh, so it started, uh, it started during the, like, let's say, the, the, the beginning of, like, uh, when the, the Dutch colonial, uh, the Dutch colonial government had the first, like, cultural policy. Oh, and, the ethical policy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, and then continued with Raden Saleh, of course. So it started from there and, and, and then continued from there. So that's why, I mean, like, we, uh, the Indonesian art history always uh, relates or finds its relevance to the changing times as well and how the social political itself, the social political uh uh, dynamics and the the artworks or art practices that are relevant to and reflect that change those changing times are the one that we consider prominent. Right. Okay. Can you um can you give us an example of you know some of these um, key artworks that reflect you know social changes or pivotal moments in 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 you know in modern modern Indonesian history. Okay, I think that maybe like like one of the most uh, like one thing that I can I can think of now. Let's say in nineteen ninety seven, it was before nineteen ninety eight, and like FX Hartono, uh, we have a video document. Eva has the documentation of uh, FX Hartono's work. It's called Korban Destruksi, uh, destruction the, the destructions of yeah yeah the one that he like with a chainsaw and then uh, uh, like destroying all the chairs that symbolize uh, symbolize like the ruling ruling power at that time of course then it relates to Suharto and it was before 19, even before 1998 just at the brink of on the brink of uh, you know like the all the uh, on the brink before reformasi mm -hmm. uh, and 
I find I still find it really poignant, and the archive of that work has always been like you know like referred to by curators, and also it symbolizes how how artists actually play a role uh, during those times. It's interesting mm. um, because particularly that example in 1997, mm. I guess like at the at the cusp of of reformacy, yeah. right? Because um, there's a general assumption that yeah. um, artists um, during the New Order era. Yeah. And art in Indonesia during the New Order era was depoliticized or apolitical. It was. It was at uh, to some point, I think, and I think that's why I mean, like the development after the late eighties, then, then that's uh, and like we when we move towards like the fall of the New Order, like this, the the art practice became more stronger, and I think because again, it always comes also from the need and the urgency, and how artists want to again, contribute and play a role. So the archive portraits or the archive records this, these roles of artists or art practice in contributing to these changes. Right, and yeah. now I guess, um, you know, you've been in the, in the, in the business of art ar- archiving mm-hmm. for many years now, and you have um, probably have more intimate knowledge of the, the extent of, you know, the, um, the, the catalog of Indonesian contemporary art. Um, looking at the history of Indonesian art and all the things that you know you've gotten your hands on interviews from artists. What sort of picture of Indonesian society and Indonesian history that you that you that you got from all the things that you know that you know, it's a big question of course from but from the artworks that you've encountered and the archives that you've and the documents that you've managed to to collect. What sort of what sort of picture of Indonesia um, or Indonesian society does it paint for you? Okay, maybe I can only uh, I can only answer that uh, based on my experience working uh, you know uh, running EVA Mm -hmm. and working or facilitating the researchers who come from abroad and who come like uh, from all over the world just to access the archives because they have like a really strong interest uh, you know, like about Indonesian art history or learning more about Indonesian art, and I think it's actually something more, something actually beyond the art itself. Is that they want to understand Indonesia from different perspectives, something right. that is not just mere representation, like the stereotype representation of Indonesia, as you know, like most often uh, shown in the media, but. Either How, tourism destination yes, or terrorism. Yeah, or the exotic or exoticization, right. you know, that actually like the art practice offers like a more in-depth or multi-layered, uh, multi-layered perspectives of, uh, of of what is Indonesia or, or how it is to be Indonesian society. Right, yeah. Mm. No, the re- yeah, the reason I ask that is because, you know, as an Indonesian myself and I guess even, even for many um, people who are interested in Indonesia, um, knowledge of Indonesian artists is quite, you know, quite limited. You know, you probably know the big maestros mm. like Raden Saleh or Rafandi, mm. but, you know, to, to, to know um, uh, sort of lesser known artists mm-hmm. and, and lesser known, I mean, the documentation of the work itself is, is, is largely unknown. Um, how important then, in your opinion, is art archiving for not just Indonesian art history, but Indonesian history? more generally? Um, 
I think it's like art archive. Well, art archiving is one of the means or one of the method uh, that allow uh, you know like uh, that allow us to you know like establish our yeah our Indonesian art history and also how then our the Indonesian art scene can be more let's say acknowledged uh, and become uh, a public a public interest or something like you know like a, like a public domain uh, and it's also it's also to to preserve uh, the the memory and the legacy uh, which is which always open uh, always remain open-ended in a way because then I mean like art is never about absolute truth or absolutism and people can always refer back to see how how the dynamics of the of uh, of the people through all these uh, through all these diverse art practices uh, and freedom of expression that that are mediated by by uh, modern or contemporary art practice right uh, and I think it's especially like in these times it's very crucial yeah uh, how art actually can promote uh, critical thinking and open-mindedness uh, especially like now we are in the situation of I think it's quite uh, quite severe you know like all the uh, all these happenings that happen in Indonesia yeah or yeah. maybe even like the world yeah I guess so mm. like particularly as this podcast airs um, you know uh, we, we've yeah. just been through the Jakarta election yeah. and yes. the sentencing mm. of Ahok and the commotion around it and, and, and your point before about about um, the knowledge of history and the knowledge of history t- through art, understanding portrayals yeah. of Indonesia um, yes. is, is, is something that should be encouraged. But regarding that, um, in, in terms of, you know, um, you mentioned about actually introducing Indonesian art archives to the public domain, yeah. right? How have you found um, the public's interest? And by the public, I don't just mean um, specialized researchers, but from the wider public, have you noticed any increased interest or if there it's from is, who? There is, and most likely because of like how uh, art or the, the field of art itself has grown into, let's say, a more established industry, right. quote-unquote, uh, because of the, like, it's more acknowledged because it has now, it has more like a market value. Uh, you know, like art or artists become more like a, a recognized as a professional sector. Yeah. Uh, which is good yeah. um, but in some ways that uh, and then people are more interested in art archiving let's say for let's say prof- provenance history or you know like authenticity right, uh, I see. which is important it's very right, important yeah. but I think that I mean like it's, it's actually I always see it something bigger than that something beyond that you know like about like how again how how it's not only about the market value is not only about the economic value, uh, but how art again how art promotes um, um, more sophisticated cultural development of the people. I don't know how to put it. <laughs> Open mindedness. Yes. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And critical thinking as yes, well. Yes. And I just I just I just feel that it's just so crucial nowadays. Like, right. Especially. Especially at this time, at this at point this time. of time. Yeah. yeah. But um, in terms of, um, you know, building archives, mm-hmm. right, um, have you received much support 
um, may it be from the various ministries or various institutions within the Indonesian government or perhaps from foreign donors. Um, can you um, can you tell us more mm. about some of the interested parties who might have been of help here? In short, more foreign donors. Right. And, oh yeah, I mean like support from local patrons, individual, like collectors, yes. Uh, right, from collectors. Yeah, but then I mean like, and of course, then it's not like, like, not super many, but uh, we did some collaborations with the cultural ministry uh, like several years ago, but it's more like a very project-based and hasn't been continuing. So, um, and somehow, ironically, it's easier to get support or get more, you know, like, uh, get support and... Attention? Attention from abroad or from outside rather than local. Is that support continuing even for efforts to continue to compile Indonesian? Mm, not yet. <laughs> okay, right. Um, um, so I still have to, still lots of homework. Right, mm. but um, now you're um, you're no longer at EVA, starting mm. from 2015, you've been at the National Gallery of, mm. of Singapore with arguably an even mm-hmm. bigger task of, of um, creating a digital archive of Southeast Asian art. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit about, about your project here at the at the National Gallery? Well, in a way that is uh, almost similar with uh, what uh, what I did with Eva is to uh, establish a uh, like uh, a platform, an archiving platform, uh, but not only in the scope of Indonesia, but mostly like Southeast Asian artists that. Um, Focusing on uh, the ones that we have in the, our collection. Uh, so, and I think that in, in the National Gallery, because it's a museum, so that we also pay more attention to, let's say, the preserva- archival preservation. Uh, and we are now like in the, in the midst of setting up like a digital, plat- digital and physical uh, infrastructure. Right, I see. Of the archive. In, so, term, in terms of how Indonesian art, um, uh, you know, Indonesia is obviously mm. the largest country in Southeast Asia. Yeah. Does that reflect in, in the art collection? Oh, yes. um, how dominant is Indonesian art in, in at least? It's naturally the, dominant because right. it's just inevitable. I mean, like, uh, Indonesia is like one of the biggest countries in Southeast Asia. Also, like, uh, one with the longest, uh, longest, uh, let's say, modern art history. Uh, and and like uh, again, like the, the the dynamics itself, you know, like how it really relates to the the political history and everything. And um, it's just so natural. It just naturally that that it's it is placed as a very important part of the Southeast Asian. Uh, art history itself. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Has it changed your perspective? You know, being now, you know, uh, doing Indonesian, you know, uh, working um, on Indonesian art mm-hmm. from a regional perspective, mm-hmm. has it changed your perspective of Indonesian works of art or Indonesian painting? I think it's just become actually like uh, it becomes more stronger, and how uh, it becomes more strong. Uh, it becomes more stronger how. How crucial it is about like uh, about about how important uh, this whole art and cultural history, especially like in terms of Indonesia and mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that it also relates so much to this whole rising Asia, uh, rising mm-hmm. in terms of economic or cultural power. Yes, in the world, and 
it's going to be quite a missed opportunity uh, if in, in locally in Indonesia that it continues to be a to be a field that just being neglected all the time. Quite marginal. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. still think that Indonesian art is still marg a marginal part of Indonesian society today? Yeah, it's always border. I, it growing, but still in a way that it's uh, it's a, like a, either it's a middle class niche thing or yeah. it's part of like a marginalized movement. So it's always uh, like some indie right. movement. It's always like. And I guess it's yeah. concentrated as well in, 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 in key cities such yeah. as you know well, Jakarta yeah. and Bandung and, yes. and Yogyakarta where where you were before. Yeah. Right. Mm. But now looking I guess um, looking at the at, at Indonesian not just archiving but Indonesian art industry now mm -hmm. compared to what it was when you first became mm. you know, became involved. Have you noticed many changes or trends that are emerging? Well, it's definitely like uh, it's it's definitely more now. It's more glamorous, and <laughs> yeah, and it's it just it just it's already grows into like a bigger industry. Like I said, that mm -hmm. it's uh, like now actually like I encounter more people actually want to be an artist or they want their children to be an artist. I mean, it didn't happen like let's say twenty twenty five years ago. I mean, I was like we were just hippies, <laughs> you know, like and and now we have all these. You know, like international art fairs, the biennales, and you know, like these quite you know, like very strong uh, international network of uh, contemporary art, which I find like like it didn't it didn't exist like in the late nineties or early two thousand. Um, but again, I think it's still more related to the the whole market darling uh, value of of art like oh. not really in the sense that like how art or art practice is relevant uh, to the ordinary people has there been more interest now well you mentioned that now Indonesian art has become more glamorous yeah. like, and, and internationally as well mm. becomes more recognized mm. why do you think that is I mean um, I guess you know yes there's the the aspect of the rise of the rise of Asia and the yeah, rise of economy. Asian art yeah. yeah but why you know are you know foreign parties so buyers curators etc who are interested in Indonesian art why are they interested in contemporary Indonesian art from your experience okay there's a, I think that there are still there are two uh, two ways of seeing it one is because like like we, I mean, the art scene in Indonesia is very productive and very dynamic, uh, which means, mark, mark, uh, in from the market perspective, uh, it's uh, the supply and demand. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like a, there's a lot of supply. Yeah, yeah. a lot of supply. <laughs> that's why it created demand and things. So that's the, from the market value. But I think that second, secondly, it's because then there's a lot of interest in Indonesia. We are, we, we are like. A, uh, it always somehow relates to how people see and what's happening in Indonesia. Like it, we are, we always kind of like a bit like a force to be reckoned with, you know, like in terms of social, political, uh, economic. It's just that we, we just haven't, I think we self-sabotage ourselves all the time <laughs> to get there, you know, like, uh, right. yeah, uh, contrasting to actually what, uh, how, uh, how, how actually the global, how, how, 
for the global interest it will respond to our situation right okay mm. and it's actually yeah you're right i mean indonesian art is interesting in a way that you know a, a lot of indonesian artists particularly in mm. uh, you know in the post war era are deeply political and and their um their works of art um often very much contrast mm. some of the some of the, the rising mm. trend for instance for conservatism uh yeah. in in indonesia itself yeah. right going forward and i think this is my last question Where do you you know you have you know looked at Indonesian art history all this time? Where do you think is Indonesia? Where is the Indonesian art going for the future? <laughs> What sort of direction do you see it taking? Not just stylistically, yeah. but maybe perhaps mm-hmm. the role that it plays in society. I think it will go along with how like these how our country or our nation is going forward, which I don't see. Quite optimistically, <laughs> and the other is with technology, which uh, probably like there's a there's going to be like a more you more more usage of let's say new media or technological media, you know, like media. Let's say like uh, either it's in the social media or apps or uh, like video or you know like uh, uh, yeah. how artists incorporate this as a medium Interrupt, of expression. More interactive yeah. forms of um, art. Yeah. yeah, because they. I think that it's also like a quite distinct, uh, quite uh, quite a distinct difference of the role of artists nowadays, where they come from as an artist, with the notion of artist back then. Let's say, right? Uh, you know, like this modernist uh, sense of being an artist, like being put in a pedestal. Right. While now, artists come from the uh, artists come from the place where they they actually. Uh, being part of the people, you know, like being part of the society, and how to how to uh, how to use art as a medium of intervention to provoke right. thoughts. Yeah, uh, th- that's what we can expect also from artists. I mean, you know, like uh, it's something different from celebrities, something different from politicians, something different from other News public figures. Yes, affairs, I yes. mean, like uh, how they correspond to these uh, changes. Right. And I think that like what's happening now, like uh, I think we're going towards the more polarized, divisive society. Society, yeah. and we, I think we can expect much uh, or more subversive uh, or artwork with subversive content, uh, or that going to divide opinions. Farawardani, thank you so much for sharing your time and thoughts um, with us here in Talking Indonesia podcast. Thank you. My pleasure. Yeah, thanks, Charlotte. That was Farawardani, art historian, curator, longtime Indonesian art archivist, and currently assistant director in charge of archives at the National Gallery of Singapore. Talking Indonesia will return on the 26th of May. Remember, you can find the entire Talking Indonesia podcast archive at the Indonesia at Melbourne blog. Subscribe via iTunes so you'll never miss an episode or find us via your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been the Talking Indonesia podcast. Bye for now.